Chapter 1. Rapport. A relationship marked by mutual understanding and trust. Non-communicable diseases. Medical condition or disease that is non-infectious and non-transmissible among people. A registered dietitian. Food nutrition expert and has completed a minimum of a bachelor's degree. Health equity. The absence of avoidable differences among groups of people. Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act Addresses the use and disclosure of individuals' protected health information. Contraindications Any condition that renders some movement, uh, activity, or treatment improper or undesirable. What is the purpose and intent of the Physical Activity Guidelines for Americans? It is to reduce the high cost of care for preventable diseases by educating Americans healthier choices for themselves. The scope of practice defines the legal range of services that professionals in a given field can provide. It is established for the protection of the public. Which of the following is within the scope of practice for personal trainers? Assessing clients for exercise limitations to facilitate exercise program design. The role of the um, certified personal trainer is to provide exercise plans to their clients, to work together with other healthcare professionals, and to refer a client to the appropriate healthcare provider. When is the best time to refer a client to another allied healthcare professional? Anytime a client needs medical assistance in areas you haven't been trained in to protect yourself and the client from legal issues. Actions outside of the scope of practice. Diagnosing illness or disease. Actions within the scope of practice. Following accepted guidelines for exercise programming for diseases and disorders as presented by the appropriate governing body. Assessing for exercise limitations. Identifying potential risk factors through health screening and fitness assessment. Referring clients to appropriate healthcare professionals as needed and adhering to guidance and limitations outlined in a medical release form provided by a client's physician or other healthcare professional. Chapter 2. Hypertrophy. An increase in the cross-sectional size of a muscle in response to progressive resistance training. ADL. Activities of daily living. Extrinsic motivation. Motivation that comes from outside of self. Rewards. Intrinsic motivation. Comes from internal states such as enjoyment and personal satisfaction. VTI1 ventilatory threshold. 
Aerobic energy to anaerobic involves recruitment of fast twitch muscles. Kinetic chain. The concept that joints and segments have an effect on each other. Heart rate reservoir. Reserve capacity of the heart. The difference between max heart rate and resting heart rate. Fat-free mass. The part of the body composition that represents everything but fat. The function health fitness performance continuum is based on the premise that human movement and fitness can progress and regress, starting with developing or retraining functional movements toward highly advanced as an athlete. So the first one is function, second is health, third is fitness, and fourth is performance. How can personal trainers use and apply the function health fitness performance continuum? So to understand that clients adhere or stray based on their lifestyle that are affecting physical activity, trainers can provide personalized exercise programs and coaching based on each client's health and fitness goals. How can personal trainers apply the ACE Mover method? So client-centered, ask open-ended questions. Clients are viewed as resourceful. Break down barriers and collaborate with the um, customers. The training phase. So base training, what you're gonna be doing is developing an initial aerobic base in clients that have been insufficiently active. Initial should be of an appropriate duration and intensity. Fitness training. Enhancing the aerobic efficiency by progressing the program through increased duration of sessions, increased frequency, and integration of and at, at above VTI1. Performance training. Goals focused on endurance sports, personal records in swimming, etc. Focus on performance through increased speed, power, and duration. Training phase. Functional training. So the phase summary is focusing on establishing postural stability and kinetic chain mobility. Progress exercise volume and challenge as function improves. Movement training. Developing good movement patterns without compromising Postural or joint stability. Perform exercises for all five primary movement patterns. Load speed training. Application of external loads to movement to create increased force. Adequate resistance training loads to help clients reach muscular strength, endurance, and hypertrophy. The five primary movers. The first one is bend and lift. So an example is a person sits, stands, or squats down to lift an object off the floor. Single leg, balance and movement as performed during walking or going up and down stairs. Third is pushing, occurs in four primary directions, forward, overhead, lateral, and downward. Pulling, exercises like a seated row or pull up or pulling open a door. Rotation, Movements occur in the torso.
during which phase of the cardiorespiratory training component of the ACE IFIT model will intervals be introduced at intensities at and above the VT2 car rate? So that would be performance training. Thank you for listening and have yourself a great day. Chapter 3 Relapse In behavioral change, the return of an original problem after many lapses, slips, or mistakes have occurred. Behavioral theory model Behavioral change is complicated by the following environmental, physical, social, ongoing process. Health belief model People's ideas and emotions about illness and treatment may influence health behaviors and decisions about changing health behaviors. Self-determination theory. Different types of motivation. Intrinsic versus extrinsic influences the extent to which a person will seek out new activities. Autonomous motivation. People feel as though they are behaving of their own free will. Controlled motivation. People are be, uh, people are doing something because they feel pressured by demands from external forces. Self-determination theory. Autonomy, com- uh, competence, and relatedness. Motivational climate. Self-determination. High when motivated by enjoyment and self-care. For physical activity is low when motivated by pleasing others or to get a reward. Task involved climate. Emphasizing a progress goal rather than an out, uh, outcome goal. Example, made it to the gym four times a week versus losing 10 pounds. Trans theoretical model, model of behavior change styles of change model. Individual readiness for change. One is Uh, The first step is pre-contemplation, two is contemplation, three is preparation, four is action, and five is maintenance. Self-efficiency, the degree to which an individual believes they can successfully perform a given behavior. Operant conditioning, the process by which behaviors are influenced by their consequences. So the stages of change, pre-contemplation, people are physically inactive and are not even intending to begin a program. Contemplation, people are still inactive, but they're thinking about becoming more active in the near future. Preparation, some engagement in physical activity as they are mentally and physically preparing to adopt an activity program. Maybe a sporadic walk or visit, visit the gym, but inconsistent. Action. Engaging in regular activity for less than six months. Maintenance, regular physical activity for longer than six months. Identify the six sources of self-efficiency. 
So one is past performance, two is um, viscerous experience, so new, three is verbal persuasion, four is physiological state appraisals, five is emotional state and mood appraisals, and six is imaginal experiences. Decisional balance is the evaluation of pros and cons about adopting and or maintaining an activity program. Which of the following strategies would be most likely to enhance a client's willpower? Planning in advance for moments of weak self-control. According to, the principle, according to the principle of operant conditioning, which of the following consequences would be best for a, per, a personal trainer to use to ensure that a desired client behavior will reoccur in the future? So it would be positive reinforcement. The person sitting next to you on a plane asks a number of questions about exercise, nutrition, and health. They say they, that they do not currently exercise, but have been thinking about joining a gym and ask you for recommendations. Based on this information, this person is most likely on which of the following stages of behavioral change? Is it pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, or action? And the answer is contemplation. Helping clients make changes in their physical activity behaviors is a challenging and ongoing process. It requires a personal trainer to excel at communication, rapport building, and program design. A firm understanding of the models and theories of behavioral change will provide personal trainers with the knowledge, skills, and abilities required to support their clients in enacting lasting lifestyle changes. Further taking into account clients' personal environmental and physical activity factors related to adherence and incorporating that knowledge into personalized program design will increase the likelihood of clients successfully achieving their health and fitness goals and maintaining physical activity throughout life. Thank you for listening and have yourself a great day. Take care. Chapter 4. Cognitive Domain One of the three domains of learning describes intellectual activities and involves the learning of knowledge. Empathy puts themselves in the client's position. Cultural competence take the time to learn about the client's beliefs, attitudes, values, and lifestyle. Guiding style the personal trainer encourages, supports, and assists the clients in the process of change. Writing Reflex. 
Directing individuals to fix what seems to be wrong with them. Goal setting theory. Goals affect people's performance through four ways. Directed attention, mobilized effort, persistence, and strategy. Cognitive. Understanding a new skill. Associative. Begins to master the basics. Autonomous. Performing motor skills effectively and naturally. What two skills can a personal trainer apply during the investigation stage to understand their client and elicit as much helpful information as possible while uncovering a client's motivation so they can apply active listening and motivational interviewing? So an example of an open-ended question, how would, you ex- how would exercising more benefit you physically and mentally? An affirmation, I'm really impressed by your hard work this week, way to go. Reflective listening, I understand that you feel like your progress isn't coming quick enough. Summarizing, so when you exercise, you feel more energy, focus, and determination. In what stage of learning should a personal trainer implement the tell, show, do teaching technique? So the stage of learning is cognitive. What is the most appropriate way to approach a situation in which a personal trainer needs to touch a client when explaining or spotting an exercise? What might be the consequences if a personal trainer does not remain cognit- uh, cognitive of this boundary? Ask them first if it's okay and can be misconstrued as sexual advances so they could be fired or charged. How would you rewrite the following goal statement as a SMART goal? I want to exercise more. So I would rewrite this as I will exercise in a gym twice a week and walk on my coffee breaks twice, twice a day. I want to be healthier. I will begin to eat uh, to be more active throughout the day, eating a lunch I packaged and remember to take exercise breaks. Which of the following behaviors would most likely help you develop rapport with the client during the initial session? So the answer is speaking with confidence using fluid hand gestures while speaking and hands comfortably resting while while listening. A client has mastered the basics of body weight squats and is now ready for more specific feedback to help refine their squatting technique. Which of the following stages of learning is best represented in this scenario? Is it associative, cognitive, autonomous, independent? So the answer would be associative.
McLean mentions that they prefer tactile feedback in spotting while exercising. This strategy is most likely indicative of which learning style. Is it visual, associative, kinesthetic, cognitive? So the answer is kinesthetic. Successful personal trainers consistently demonstrate excellent communication skills and teaching techniques throughout the various stages of the client-trainer relationship. During the rapport stage, personal trainers use active listening skills to gather information from clients so that they may provide support in strengthening motivation to change. In the planning stage, personal trainers use both good listening and teaching skills to design an exercise program in partnership with the client. During the action stage, personal trainers use effective personalized teaching techniques to help clients learn motor skills and increase self-confidence. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Chapter 5 ParQ Plus Physical Activity Readiness Questionnaire for Everyone. It's a self-guided screening tool. Beta blockers. For cardiovascular disease, reducing resting exercise and maximum heart rates. Antihistamines. For allergies, and it does not have a direct effect on heart rate or blood pressure, but can produce a drying effect in the upper airways and may cause drowsiness. Bronchodilators. It relaxes or opens the air passages in the lungs, allowing better air exchange. Calcium channel blockers. Dilates contractions of muscles in the arteries, which lowers blood pressure. Angiotensin converting enzyme. It prevents the formation of a potent hormone that constricts blood vessels. It will cause a decrease in blood pressure at rest and during exercise. Angiotism 2 receptor antagonists, newer, newer class of antihypertensive agents. Diuretics, increases the excretion of water and electrolytes through the kidneys, can compromise hydration status, which can lead to dangerous arrhythmias. You must maintain adequate fluid intake before, during, and after exercise. The new health screening process is based on what three factors? Current level of physical activity, diagnosed cardiometabolic disease, the desired exercise intensity. The new health screening process is designed to identify what three categories of individuals. So one is receive medical um, clearance before they can uh, start an exercise program. They may need a medically supervised program. Uh, also, exclusion from programs until conditions are resolved or better controlled. Pre-participation uh, health screening for individuals wanting to initiate an exercise program may be conducted using which document as a self-guided screening tool, so the PERQ+.
Sarah is a new personal training client who does not currently participate in regular exercise and has type 2 diabetes. Is medical clearance recommended before initiating an exercise program? Yes. The risk of exercise-related acute myocardial infraction and sudden cardiac, uh, cardiac death is highest among individuals with underlying cardiovascular disease who perform a level of physical activity which they're not accustomed, take their medication after exercise, perform any L-level activity, or follow their personal trainer's instructions. The answer is perform a level of physical activity to which they are not accustomed. If a client is on a beta blocker, the best way to monitor exercise intensity is to use heart rate, uh, heart rate reserve, rating of perceived exertion, a heart rate monitor, or percent of maximal heart rate. So the answer is rating of perceived ex exertion. The Paracute uh, Plus is evidence-based and was developed with the goal of reducing unnecessary barriers to exercise. The diseases a personal trainer should be aware of for making the determination for medical clearance include cardiovascular disease, so example, uh, cardiac um, peripheral vascular or cerebrovascular metabolic diseases, example, type 1 and type 2 di diabetes and renal disease. The signs and symptoms of these diseases include pain, discomfort, or any um, other agina equivalent in the chest, neck, jaw, arms, or other areas that may result from myocardial ischemia, shortness of breath, so uh, at rest or with mild exertion, orthopenia, so it's a dyspnea in a de declined, or sorry, a reclined position, or paroxysmal dyspnea onset is usually two to five hours after the beginning of sleep dizziness or synecope most commonly caused by a reduced perf uh, perfusion to the brain ankle edema palpitations or tachycardia intermittent claudication pain sensations pain sensations or cramping in the lower extremities during exercise that is associated with inadequate blood supply, known heart murmur, unusual fatigue or shortness of breath with usual activities. Thank you for listening and uh, stay tuned for chapter six. Have a great day and take care. Chapter 6. Medical Nutrition Therapy, Nutritional Counseling, Education or Advice for a Disease. RDA, Recommended Dietary Allowance, Adequate to Meet the Needs of a Healthy Person. 
AMDR, Acceptable Macronutrient Distribution Range, for the percentage of calories that should come from carbohydrates, protein, and fat. Monounsaturated, polyunsaturated fats, liquid at, they are liquid at room temperature. Low-density lipoprotein LDL cholesterol. High intake of saturated fat, which increases the risk of cardiovascular disease. Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act. Structure or function and claims are regulated for food claiming a benefit. Macromath. So carbohydrates is times 4 calories per gram. Protein is times 4 calories per gram. Fat is times 9 calories per gram. It is ACE's position that personal trainers can and should share what type of nutri uh, nutrition information with their clients. So evidence-based dietary guidelines and resources. Ultimately, an individual, an individual's personal trainer's scope of practice related to nutrition is determined by state policies and regulations. Two main goals of a pre-exercise snack is optimize glucose availability and glycogen stores provides the fuel needed to support exercise performance. When a client is asking about uh, muscle building supplements, um, we do not come across as an endorsement and a referral can be made to a registered dietitian or a doctor. The dietary guidelines for Americans are updated every five years. Which of the following is within this personal trainer's scope or practice? So designing a weekly menu for the client, offering grocery store tours, providing medical nutrition therapy, or providing specific food intake recommendations. So the only one they're, uh, they're allowed to do according to their sp scope of practice is offering grocery store tours. Which of the following situations will require a personal trainer to refer a client to a registered dietitian, providing a demonstration on how to navigate a grocery store, helping clients to understand portion sizes and portion control, working with clients who present signs um, of disordered eating, or teaching the client about the four key dietary, uh, dietary guidelines. So the answer is working with clients who present um, signs of disordered eating. Individuals who perform extended endurance activities, such as those that are lasting an hour or longer,
can benefit from drinking fluids containing sodium and carbohydrate. What would you say to a client who wants to know the best approach for hydration during a prolonged endurance running event? So this should be a one-to-one ratio. Hydrate before, during, and after. Drink fluids with uh, sodium. Uh, 0.4 to 0.8 liters per hour. So it's 8 to 16 ounces. Higher rate for heavier and or hot climates. Exercises could, um, could su- consume extra sodium with meals prior to an exercise. An individual's health is greatly influenced by the foods they consume. While each nutrient plays a specific role in the body's well-being, it is the balance among these different nutrients that allows for most optimal functioning and prevention of chronic diseases. The dietary guidelines emphasize a movement away from a uh, focus on specific nutrients and towards an overall healthy dietary pattern. Personal trainers are ideally positioned to not only support and spread this message, but also to use the nutrition tools and tips to empower clients to translate recommendations into real and practical nutrition changes. Ultimately, by having a firm understanding of the dietary guidelines and its associated tools, personal trainers can incorporate nutrition education based upon these resources into their work while staying within their scope of practice. Thank you for listening and um, you have yourself a great day and take care. Chapter 7. Vasovagal response. Pushing too hard on the carotid or artery slows down heart rate. Systolic blood pressure. Higher number. The heart uh, pumps blood into circulation via ventricular contraction. Diastolic blood pressure. Lower number. Represents the filling phase. Heart relaxes and it's the lowest pressure. Karotkov. Sounds made from vibrations as blood moves along the walls of the vessel. Adipose tissue. The remainder of body fat is stored throughout the body. Residual volume. The amount of water displaced when a person is completely submerged and exhales all available air. Stadiometer. Measures both height and weight. Body mass index. Body mass index equals weight in kilograms divided by height squared in meters or weight in pounds divided by height squared in inches times 703. Waist to hip ratio. Waist divided by hip. The procedure you would follow if assessing a client's resting heart rate. So clients should be resting comfortably for several minutes. Fingertip on pulse site, index and middle finger. Count number of beats for 30 to 60 seconds, then correct to BPM if necessary. Of course, you can use tools such as a stethoscope to the left of client's sternum.
Sinus brachycardia is a resting heart rate of below 60 beats per minute. Sinus tachycardia is a resting heart rate of above 100 beats per minute. And normal sinus rhythm is resting heart rate of 60 to 100 beats per minute. Many new clients will begin a program with a very low self-efficiency for exercise ability. The common sites for measuring the pulse are the radial and cardioid um, arteries. Essential fat for men is between 2 to 5 percent. Essential body fat for women is between 10 to 13 percent. An approach to estimating body fat that incorporates the measure of subcutaneous fat is skinfold measurements. Which of the following statements about body mass index is most accurate? It is associated with health, morbidity, and mortality. Assessments are an integral part of any client-centered personal training program. When selected thoughtfully and conducted properly, assessments can provide valuable health, fitness, and performance information for the personal trainer to use in exercise program design, implementation, and monitoring. Assessment information is also important for goal setting, determining disease risks, and developing rapport with the client. Not all assessments are suitable for all clients. It is up to the personal trainer to work with the client to decide the timing and most beneficial series of assessments for each individual client. Periodic reassessments are also important to evaluate progress and continue to foster the client's personal trainer relationships. Thank you for listening and uh, have yourself a great day. Chapter 8. Reading a Perceived Exertion It is a standard means for evaluating a participant's perception of exercise effort, so it's on a scale of 0 to 10. Cardiovascular System Closed circuit system composed of the heart, blood vessels, and blood. Blood flow Blood continuously travels a circular route through the heart into the arteries, then to the capillaries, into the veins, and back to the heart. Cardiac output, product of heart rate, BPM, and stroke volume, whereas cardiac output equals heart rate times stroke volume. VO2 max, maximal oxygen uptake, the standard marker of the cardiorespiratory fitness training effect. Ventilatory threshold, VT, marker of metabolism that permits prediction of, uh, of lactate threshold from the response during progressive exercise. Body avoids excessive heat loss, so peripheral vasoconstriction, non-shivering thermogenesis, and shivering. Resting heart rates, so the Gellish method is maximum heart rate equals 206.9, 
minus in brackets 0.67 times h in brackets. Tanaka method is maximum heart rate equals 208 minus in brackets with 0.7 times h in brackets. Carvonin formula. The target heart rate equals HRR, so this is in brackets, times percent intensity in brackets plus resting heart rate, where HRR equals maximum heart rate minus resting heart rate. The three cardiorespiratory training phases in the ACE iFit mod model are, and this is starting at the bottom, is base, fitness, and then performance. So five advantages of using the talk test to determine exercise intensity is based on actual changes in ventilation. It's very easy for practical measurement. No equipment is required. Can be easily taught to clients. Allows for personalized programming. A rating of perceived exertion of five to ten, five to six on the zero to ten scale equates to what RPA terminology. So that's a zone two. So hard, strong to very hard. When using percentage of heart rate reservoir or reserve, um, zone three would equate, would equate to what percentage range? So over 90%. On the six to 20 RPE scale, what range is associated with training in zone two? So between 14 to 17. So looking at the different ways of calculating um, target heart rates um, between the Jellish, Tanaka, Mohan, and Seals, um, you get very similar results except the standardized method is two beats per minute higher than the rest, resulting in a one beats per minute higher target heart rate. So the phases of the ACE iFit model for cardiorespiratory training are, so example, the base training. The principal focus is on getting clients who are either physically inactive or have very little cardiorespiratory fitness to begin engaging in regular fitness. So the, the purpose, the, the design purpose is to create pos positive experiences for clients in order to facilitate program adherence and success. So that would be in the zone of zone one. Fitness training is focusing on increasing the time of cardiorespiratory exercise, increasing the frequency of sessions. The, the design purpose is enhance the client's cardiorespiratory efficiency, increase duration, and the associated zone is zone one and two. And it is for improving fitness on health or have a performance goal they are working towards, let's say a 10K. Performance training for clients who have endurance performance objectives or competitive endurance goals. The design purpose is to enhance cardiorespiratory efficiency, build anaerobic capacity. So the associated zone is actually all three zones.
and who it is who is it for highly fit competitive clients endurance performance objectives Current guidelines recommend physical activity be performed on most days of the week. If a client can talk comfortably during exercise, they are in zone one. Green exercise refers to exercise conducted in natural environments. The fitness training phase involves increasing the time of the exercise. Benefits gained from exercise and physical activity are dose related. Exercise duration is the most appropriate variable to manipulate initially when progressing a program. Zone 1 is low to moderate intensity exercises with heart rates below VTI1. Zone 2 is moderate to vigorous intensity exercises with heart rates from VT1 to just below VT2. Zone 3 is vigorous to very vigorous intensity exercise with heart rates at or above VT2. Anaerobic glyco glycosis. Overcompensation in breathing frequently results from an increase in CO2 production during near-max intensity exercise. Standard formula for heart rate is 220 or 220 minus age. The Gellish maximum heart rate equals 206.9 minus in brackets 0.67 times age in brackets. Tanaka, Mohane and Seals maximum heart rate equals 208 in brackets 0.7 times age and brackets carvonian hrr equals maximum heart rate minus resting heart rate thr equals in brackets hrr times percent intensity and brackets plus resting heart rate Chapter 9. Axial Skeleton, Skull, Vertebral Column, Sturm, Ribs, provides main axial support and uh, protects the central nervous system. Appendicircular Skeleton, Bones of Upper and Lower Limbs and they Shoulder, Pectoral and Pelvic Hip Girdles. Synovial Joint Extensions, uh, Flexion, Extension, Abduction and Adduction. Synergist, Muscles assist the agonist in causing a desired action. They may act as joint stabilizers or neutralize rotation or be activated when the external resistance increases or the agonist becomes fatigued. Isometric action. No visible movement occurs and the resistance may come from the opposing muscle group. Concentric shortening action. The muscle shortens and overcomes the resistance forced. Eccentric lengthening. The muscle is producing force and 
is lengthening or returning to its resting length from a shortened position. Open kinetic. More forces at the joints. Example, seated leg extension. Closed kinetic. End of the chain. Farthest from the body is fixed, so a squat. Base of support. A wide base of support is more stable than a small one. Some benefits of muscular training is increased physical capacity, enhanced metabolic function, and reduced injury and disease prevention. Wolf's Law is changes in bone structure coincide with changes in bone function. When the skeleton is subjected to st stressful forces, it responds by laying down more bone tissue, increasing its density. The most common type of joint in the body is the synovial joint, which is freely movable. So a squat would be an example of a plane of motion uh, in the sagittal frame. The joint action is downward, hip and knee flexion. Upwards is hip and knee extension and ankle plantar flexion. Another exercise is a quadrupled thoracic spine rotation. That's in the plane of motion of the transverse plane. So it is a joint action of spinal rotation. Knee and, flips, knee and hips are flexed, but no motion is taking place. The elbow is flexed, but no extension. A modified curl-up, it is in the sagittal plane. Joint action is up is trunk flexion, down is trunk extension. Another exercise is standing cable wood chop. That's in the transverse sagittal and frontal so it's multi-planar the joint action is trunk rotation a standing gate opener it is in the sagittal and transverse so it's a multi-plane the joint actions hip and knee flexion hip lateral and medial rotation high plank thoracic spine rotation transverse and frontal so it's multi-plane spinal and hip rotation arm reduction or sorry arm abduction when in rotational another exercise is a front arm raise it is in the plane of motion of sagittal the joint action is on the upward phase it's a shoulder flexion downward uh, phase it is a shoulder extension um, step up with dumbbells it's in the sagittal plane of motion the joint action is hip and knee flexion. Down action is hip and knee extension. Seated cable chest press. Transverse and sagittal. On the up motion, horizontal ad, um, abduction, elbow extension. And then down motion, it is abduction and elbow flexion. Bicep curl, sagittal. On the up motion, on the elbow, it's flexion. On the down uh, motion, it is a elbow extension. Some more exercises, standing single leg reach, sagittal and frontal, it's the multi-plane. Joint action is, it's non-weight bearing hip, 
Um, it's forward reach. So you have hip flexion. Side reach, you have hip abduction. Backwards, you have hip extension. And you have a back and hip extension and a cross reach. So that's abduction. A side lunge. It is in the frontal and sagittal plane of motion. On the down uh, motion, you have hip abduction and hip and knee uh, flexion. On the up motion, you have hip and knee extension and hip adduction. Which of the following statements about the role of type 1 muscle fibers during muscular training exercises is most accurate? So it is, they contract more slowly and create lower force outputs. You're working with a new client who wants to begin muscular training in order to build muscular endurance. Which of the following set and repetition combinations would be best for helping them achieve that goal? So it would be two to three sets of 12 or more repetitions. Flexion occurs in what type or what plane of motion? So it's the trans, uh, sorry, sagittal. Extension is the opposite joint action of flexion. A non-anatomical um, position refers to a person standing erect with heads, eyes, and palms facing forward. The first step towards designing and implementing safe and effective exercise programs is gaining an understanding of the un anatomy and physiological physiology, uh, physiology that serves as the foundation of muscular training. This includes the ability to not only explain the body's anatomical systems and the role that each plays during exercise, but also to utilize scientifically sound terminology to explain human movements to clients. In addition, personal trainers must be able to apply the muscular training pr principles to positively influence clients' experiences with exercise as well as their chances for long-term su success. Finally, the manipulation of muscular training variables is a skill that all personal trainers must, must work to master and it is the proper relationships among these variables that will ultimately dictate the benefits that clients derive from their muscular training programs. Thank you for reading and have a great day. Take care. Chapter 10. Force Couple Relationships. Muscles working as a group to provide opposing directional or contralateral pulls to achieve balanced movement. Neuromuscular efficiency. A static postural assessment may serve as a starting point from which a personal trainer can identify muscle imbalances. Sagittal. Anterior and posterior services imbalance. Trunk, uh, trunk lateral endurance test. 
assesses muscular endurance of lateral core muscles not suitable for individuals with shoulder pain or weakness low back pain back surgery trunk extensor endurance test assesses muscular endurance of the torso extensor muscles not for clients with strength deviancies high body mass low back pain uh, back surgery scapulohumeral rhythm Every two degrees of humeral motion, one degree of scapular motion takes place. Plane of motion, primary movements. Bend and lift, single leg, pushing, pulling, rotation. Center of mass, center of mass or center of balance before you begin to lose balance. So it can be either side to side or front to back. Hip adduction, lateral tilt of the pelvis that elevates one hip higher than the other. Y-balance test. For athletic populations and clients with sports-related goals, not recommended for older adults or with balance impairments. McGill's torso muscular endurance test. Evaluate balanced core endurance and stability, not suitable for individuals who suffer from low back pain, had recent back surgery, or with low back flare-up. Describe the purpose of functional assessments. They are designed to help the personal trainer observe a client's level of postural stabilization, balance, and core function. Describe the right angle rule of the body. Describes how the body represents itself in vertical alignment across the major joints, the ankle, knee, hip, shoulder, and spine. Observe deviation in all three planes. Anterior tilting of the pelvis frequently occurs in individuals with tight hip flexors. An anterior pelvic tilt will increase lordosis in the lumbar spine. List three key deviations of the thoracic spine and shoulders. Shoulders not level, asymmetry to midline, protracted, forward, rounded. Muscle imbalances and postural deviations can be attributed to many factors, correctable and non-correctable. Describe these factors as if you were explaining them to a client. Correctable factors, repetitive movements, awkward positions, side dominance, lack of joint stability, joint mobility, imbalance strength training programs, non-correctable factors, congenial conditions like scoliosis, Arthritis, structural deviations, tibial or um, femoral um, torsion, certain types of traumas. If it is observed that a client's shoulders are not level, it may indicate tightness in the upper trapezius, levator scapula, and rhomboids. If a personal trainer observes that a client has a medial rotated humerus, it might indicate tightness in the pectoralis major, latimus dorsi, and scapulus muscles. The Y-balance test is performed in three directions. McGill suggests that a ratio between flexion and extension should be less than one degree to indicate balanced endurance among the muscle groups.
If a client exhibits lumbar dominance in the squat movement, this indicates a lack of core and gluteal strength. The body weight squat assessment evaluates lower extremity muscle strength. Postural deviations. Anterior chest and shoulders. So selected exercises to um, correct the deviations is anterior shoulder and chest wall strength stretch. Neck extensors, neck flex, neck flex, flexion and extension. Upper back extensors, cat cow. Ankle plantar flexors, so a standing calf stre stretch. Hip extensors, a glute bridge. External obliques, a side plank. Scapular stabilizers, stability ball, shoulder stabilization. Lumbar extensors, back extension on stability ball. Hip flexors, kneeling hip flexor stretch, side, lie, side lying hip flexor strength stretch. Load speed assessments. If a client has muscular conditioning goals, Improve muscular endurance, strength, or athletic performance. Check for lower back pain or is currently experiencing any pain. These assessments should not be done until they have consulted with a doctor. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for Chapter 11. Chapter 11. Distal. Farthest from the midline of the body or from the point of origin of a muscle. Evidence-based practice. Aligned with specific goals is a client-centered approach to optimal decision-making. MICT. Moderate Intensity Continuous Training. SIT. Sprint Interval Training. REHIT. Reduced Exertion High Intensity Interval Training. Elasticity allows a tissue to return to its original shape or, or size. Plasticity property of tissues that allows them to resist loads. Viscoelasticity allows tissues to exhibit both plastic and elastic behaviors. Autogenic inhibition activation of a Golgi ten tendon. Uh, Organ inhibits a muscle spindle response. A static stretch, low force and hold or held for 10 seconds activates a GTO response. Creep, lengthening, with a, when, lengthening when a stretch force is applied is called creep. Agonist, activation of a muscle on one side of a joint coincides with a neural inhibition of the opposing muscle on the other side of the joint. 
an antagonist to facilitate movement. Static stretching, performed by moving the joints to place the targeted, targeted muscle group in an end range position and holding that position for up to 30 seconds. Proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. Three basic types, hold, relax, contract, and relax. Dynamic stretch. Mimics the movement patterns to be used in the upcoming uh, workout. Ballistic stretch. Incorporates bouncing type movements. Myofascular release. A technique that applies pressure to tight restricted areas of fascia and underlying muscle in an attempt to relieve tension and improve flexibility. Supine, lying position. Describe the five steps of evidence-based practice. One is formulate a question. Two is search for health and fitness research. Three is scrutinize the quality of the research. And four is incorporate the research into exercise uh, program design and implementation. And five is evaluate program outcomes. The six steps for client-centered exercise programming is one, establish rapport, identify goals. Two is health screening. Three is identify barriers, collaborate the next step. Physiological or movement assessments. Five is which phase in the ACE-IFIT model. Six is prioritize program design and select exercise order. The purpose of base training is intended to help people move more consistently to establish uh, to establish basic cardiorespiratory endurance. If a client can perform the exercise and talk comfortably, they are likely exercising below VT1. The principle of reciprocal inhibition. Activation of a muscle on one side of a joint agonist coincides with the neural inhibition of the opposing muscle on the other side of the joint antagonist to facilitate movement. Each phases of the cardiorespiratory training, so the base training, moderate intensity cardio exercise, um, REP of 3 to 4, Keep intensities below talk test VTI1. Increase duration and frequency of exercise. Progress to fitness when the client can compete, complete at least 20 minutes of cardio below VT, uh, VT1. Fitness training. Progress cardio duration and frequency based on client's goals and time. Integrate vigorous intensities RPE equals 5 to 6. Cardio with segments performed at intensities below, at, and above VTI1 to VT2. Performance training. Progress moderate and vigorous intensity cardio exercises. Progress um, sufficient volume for the client to achieve goals. Integrate near max and max intensities. RPE equals 7 to 10 intervals at and above VT2. Phases of muscular training. Functional training. Focuses on established posterior stability and kinetic chain mobility. 
programs to improve muscular endurance, flexibility, core, progress volume, and challenge. Movement training. Develop good movement patterns without compromising posture. All five primary movement patterns in varied, in varied planes. Improve posture and kinetic mobility. Load speed training. External loads to movements to create increased force production. Integrate the five, prior, pi, five primary movement patterns through exercise in different planes of motion. The type of flexibility being described. So PNF is originally developed and used to treat increased tissue um, tonicity in the rehabilitation setting. This technique capitalizes on the principle of autogenic inhibition and reciprocal inhibition. There are three basic techniques used, hold, relax, contract, relax, and hold, relax with agonist contraction. Dynamic flexibility. This technique mimics movement patterns to be used in the upcoming workout or sporting event. It is commonly used to help athletes prefer, prepare for competition by allowing them to increase sport-specific flexibility. The precautionary um, guidelines associated with plyo plyometric uh, drills is it should be performed at the beginning of a training session after the completion of a dynamic warm-up. The movement pattern progressions for plyometric exercises is linear or sort of forward, lateral, backpedal, rotational, and crossover cutting curving. The evidence-based recommendations for frequency of flexibility exercises is two to three days a week. Any client who is not consistently performing moderate intensity cardiorespiratory exercise should begin with base training. When working with a client who has no experience with plyo plyometric drills, an appropriate beginning volume would be 80 to 100 contracts or contacts per session. Which of the following is an important consideration prior to starting a sport conditioning session with a client? Performing a specific low intensity warm up, incorporating movements to be used during the conditioning segment of the workout. Which of the following is the easiest method for monitoring exercise intensity for clients who are not already consistently performing cardiorespiratory exercise, so have the client perform the talk test? According to resistance exercise evidence-based recommendations, a minimum of how many hours of rest is needed between sessions training any signal mu muscle group, so 48 hours.
Thank you for listening to chapter 11 and stay tuned for chapter 12 considerations for clients with obesity. Chapter 12. Physically inactive, not getting any moderate or vigorous intensity physical activity beyond basic movements from daily life activities. Obsogenic genes. The more a person has, the higher their body weight. Leptin. Resides in all fat cells and communicates with the hypothalamus in the brain, providing info about how much energy is stored in the body's fat cells. Antiponacin. Helps insulin by sending blood glucose into the body's fat uh, body cells for storage or use as fuel, thus increasing the cell's insulin sensitivity or glucose metabolism. Insulin resistance. Normal amount of insulin secreted by the pancreas is not able to transport glucose into cells. Obstructive sleep apnea. Causes problems or pauses in breathing during sleep associated with airway collapse or blockage. Resting energy expenditure, REE. So male's REE is calculated um, kilograms per day equals 10 times weight in kilograms plus 6.25 times height in centimeters minus 5 times age plus 5. Female REE equals 10 times weight plus 6.25 times height minus 5 times age minus 161. Conversions. Pounds to kilograms divide by 2.2. Inches to centimeters multiply by 2.54. RDA. Recommended daily allowance. For protein, it is between 46 to 56 grams per day. Neat. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Daily activities such as fidgeting, walking, and standing. Fit principle. F equals frequency, I equals intensity, T equals time, and the other T equals type. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Self-monitoring, stress management, stimulus control, problem solving, contingency management, and cognitive restructuring and social support. True or false, some genetic disorders affect metabolism, and that is true. How does the hormones leptin and andepuntentin function? What are their primary roles, and how are they related to energy metabolism? Leptin communicates with the brain to say when you should eat more, as fat cells decrease in size. Facilitates energy input when energy storage is low. Andeponacin helps to decrease blood levels of triglycerides by working with insulin to sti- stimulate fat breakdown. What happens when a person eats an insufficient number of calories? Some proteins may be used for energy.
So some general considerations personal trainers should keep in mind when working with clients with obesity who are starting to exercise. So put emphasis on total distance or time walked or run, heat intolerance, skin chafing, extra weight may exacerbate joint problems, and mobility and balance problems. Using the FIT general guidelines, recommendations for cardiorespiratory training and muscular training, create a basic FIT plan for a client with obesity who has been cleared for exercise. So training component for cardiorespiratory, frequency is as many as possible up to five times a week. Intensity should be moderate level below VTI1. Time should be between 30 to 60 minutes per day. And the type should be low impact, brisk walking, cycling, swimming. Muscular, the frequency should be two to three days a week um, with a day of rest in between. Intensity should be moderate, weight to um, moderate, so it should be eight to 12 reps for two to four sets, and the time should be between 20 to 30 minutes. The type is all muscle groups, free weights, and machines. The hormone leptin is found in the fat cells. Grenadin plays a chief role in appetite regulation. Resting energy expenditure contributes 60 to 75% of the body's total energy expenditure. Chronic psychological stress influences hun hunger in which of the following ways? So it stimulates hunger. A lifestyle change is the most important factor for sustainable weight loss success. A weight loss of between 5 to 10% in people with overweight or obesity has been shown to significantly improve health-related outcomes for obesity-related Core uh, comorbidities. Chapter Thirteen CVD Cardiovascular Disease includes heart disease and stroke is the leading cause of death for men and women in the U.S. CAD, coronary artery disease, is a narrowing of the coronary arteries that supply the heart muscle with blood and oxygen. ADL is activities of daily living. High blood pressure, so systolic, dystolic. A normal blood pressure reading is below 120 mercury and lower than 80 diastolic. Elevated is between 120 to 129 and less than 80. Elevated is 130 to 139 or diastolic 80 to 89. Stage 1 is greater than 140 or greater than 90 diastolic. OSA, obstructive sleep apnea, difficulty breathing while asleep. Beta blockers and calcium channel blockers can blunt heart rate response and cause orthostatic hypotension 
It's a drop in blood pressure with rising to an upright position and post-exercise hypotension and acute reduction in the systolic and diastolic blood pressure. Pad peripheral arterial disease from atherosclerosis of the arteries of the lower body. Common sites are abdominal aorta and the iliac. Blood flow distal to the lesion is reduced, impacting the ability to walk. Dyslipidemia, um, undesirable levels of the lipids, elevated levels of total cholesterol and LDL cholesterol are the parameters with the highest correlation to CAD, along with low levels of HDL and, and elevated levels of T6. Diabetes, di dysfunctional blood glucose regulation and involves insufficient insulin production or insulin resistance. Type 1 is insulin deficiency. Type 2 is cells of the body are not responsive to insulin. More is needed. EIB, exercise-induced bronchoconstriction, um, a temporary narrowing of the airways following moderate to vigorous exercise. Osteoporosis, low bone mass and disrupted microarchitecture is one of the most prevalent um, public health issues, structural weaknesses, and increased risk for fra fracture. Lifestyle modification is important to prevent and manage hypertension. Describe five ways clients can modify their lifestyles to prevent and or manage this condition. So weight reduction, adopt a DASH eating plan, dietary sodium reduction, physical activity, and moderation of alcohol. Describe how some medications such as beta blockers and calcium channel blockers can affect the heart rate and how individuals should um, uh, individuals taking these medications should monitor intensity of exercise. So it can blunt the heart rate response and cause a sudden drop in blood pressure if getting up too quickly. They should utilize um, RPE to monitor exercise intensity and change positions slowly. Some of the other uh, chronic conditions. Um, so a stroke, blood supply to the brain is compromised uh, or when a blood, a blood vessel in the brain bursts. Like a heart attack, an Islamic stroke results from a blockage in a vessel, but instead of the heart, it occurs in the brain. Um, Dyslipidemia. Uh, undesirable levels of LDL, VLDL, IDL, HDL, and non-HDL. Elevated uh, levels of total cholesterol and LDL cholesterol are the lipid parameters with the highest correlation to CAD. Uh, metabolic sy syndrome. So um, it's a cluster of conditions that increase a person's risk for developing heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and stroke. Elevated T6, uh, reduced HDL cholesterol, and increased blood pressure. Elevated fasting, uh, blood glucose. It is recommended that clients with hypertension participate in cardiorespiratory exercise on most but preferably all days of the week.
The most important modifiable risk factor for stroke is hypertension. Rehabilitation following stroke typically focuses on optimizing activities of daily living. What type of diabetes is caused by an absolute insulin deficiency after the body's immune system attacks and destroys the beta cells? So that's type 1 diabetes. It is estimated that reducing which three risk factors would dramatically reduce the incidence of chronic disease? So poor diet, physical inactivity, and smoking. The acronym SOAP stands for Subjective Objective Assessment Plan. Coronary artery disease is also known as atherosclerotic heart disease. Atherosclerosis is the underlying cause of cerebral and peripheral arterial diseases. Clients with cardiovascular disease, once cleared for exercise, should perform cardiorespiratory exercise on how many days of the week? So at least three days per week. When using the acronym, acronym FAST to recognize and respond to the needs of client having a stroke, what does the T represent? So T is time to call emergency services. Most chronic diseases and lifestyle-related diseases, what is the common characteristic of general recommendations to prevent and treat most lifestyle-related health problems? So moderation. In other words, if people had moderate intakes of certain nutrients and calories and did moderate intakes of certain nutrients and calories and did moderate amounts of exercise, frequency, intensity, and duration most days of the week, the prevalence of many chronic diseases would be less and people would be healthier. There's considerable evidence that regular physical activity reduces the risk of developing and the mortality rates associated with many chronic diseases. Therefore, personal trainers can have a major role in improving the health of their clients by helping them to be, uh, be more active and to modify other lifestyle risk factors. Chapter 14. Osteoporosis, a disorder primarily affecting postmenopausal women in which bone density um, decreases and the chance of fractures increases. Wolf's Law. Bone strengthening occurs when bones are acted upon by forces to which they are unaccustomed. Diastasis recti. The separation of the two muscle bellies of the rectus abdominis that may be up to 1 to 2 inches in width. Proprioception. As people age, balance and coordination tend to decline, increasing the risk of falls. Relaxin. An increase in the hormone relaxin will increase joint laxicity, which allows the widening of the pelvis and the birth canal to facilitate delivery. Cardiac reserve. The difference between resting and maximal cardiac uh, function is reduced in pregnant women. Ambient temperature. 
Increase of ambient temperature and or humidity may significantly affect the women's ability to dissipate heat and could result in hypothermia. Discuss the contributing factors that have resulted in a decline in physical activity for youth. Decline in physical activity requirements in schools, increase in sedentary activities, and living in high crime areas lacking access to parks. Identify factors to consider when pro programming exercise for the following types of clients. So pregnant, so preterm labor, vaginal bleeding, premature labor, rupture of membranes, or sever uh, anemia. Postpartum, shifting hormone levels, fatigue, postpartum anemia, diastasis recti. Describe the typical physiological and structural changes the body undergoes due to aging. So the physiological changes is a decline in fitness levels, loss of height, reduced lean body mass, loss of skin and connective tissue elasticity, and slower healing, eyesight, and coordination. Structural changes is cardiovascular, endocrine, res respiratory, and musculoskeletal systems. Sarah is a postpartum client whose doctors told her she has a condition called diastasis recti. Describe the exercises you would include to help support the low back and pelvic floor and how can you display empathy for Sarah's concern while still sharing with her evidence-based information to help her understand diastasis recti. So it is the separation of the two muscle bellies of the rectus abdominis, isometric contractions of the transverse abdominis and pelvic floor as well as stre um, strength exercises for posterior muscles and the abdom abdomen. Cat-cow exercise, uh, wide stance squats, bridge, bent knee heel taps, and bird dog. Some of the exercises that you could program for children, so preschool uh, pre aged children, so hopping, skipping, jumping, jumping rope, running, gymnastics, schooled age children, hopping, skipping, jumping rope, jumping or rapid change in direction, adolescents, jumping rope, running sports that involve jumping or rapid change in direction. Describe the principles for programming um, of programming for youth that you would need to consider to help a client remain engaged with the program and avoid injury and burnout. So structure movement as fun activities and remain non-critical of movement. Vary the equipment to keep the workout fun. Movement in all three planes of motion and use different pieces of equipment during the workout. Should be selected for their benefits to balance, coordination, muscle and bone strengthening. Muscular training is the most effective means for young people to build bone density. A training program for youth should include movement in all three planes of motion. During a healthy pregnancy, it is recommended that a woman gain how much weight? So between 25 to 35 pounds. A 
According to current exercise guidelines, pregnant women who have not been physically active before should begin slowly and progress to a moderate level of exercise. A focus early in the pregnancy on posterior leg and trunk strength can help ready the body for the increased weight and change in the center of gravity. As people age, depression and anxiety increase. Pregnant women should engage in at least how many days of aerobic activity each week? So between three to five. When assessing balance in older adults, it's important for the personal trainer to provide a safe environment. Exercise has physical and mental health benefits across the lifespan and exercise guidelines very nominally across the lifespan. It should be the focus of the personal trainer to understand both the uh, capabilities and limitations of the individual in achieving overall fitness and enhanced quality of life and health through exercise. By observing movement and collaborating with clients to determine goals, the personal trainer can customize programs to focus on their needs and wants and create an engaging, safe and effective exercise program for clients across the lifespan. Chapter 15, avascular, characterized by a lack of blood vessels. Venomous return, a tight bandage may block venomous return resulting in trapped inflammation inferior to the injury site. Three phases of injury. So the first phase is inflammation between three to four days. Second phase is repaired up to six weeks. And three is remodeling between three to six weeks. ACL. Anterior uh, cruciate ligament. So either a contact or non-contact injury, hyperextension and or twisting of the knee joint. Cartilage. Found between the bony structures is a collagenous structure that provides shock absorption, stability, joint congruency, lubrication, and proprioception. Largely avascular without blood flow. Stress, stress fracture. Imbalance in blood or imbalance in bone formation and bone reabsorption can occur in any bone sometimes found in the femoral neck. Proprioceptors. Preparing the nervous system, it needs to be prepared for movements. Improving balance and coordination increases blood flow and connective tissues. Impingement syndrome. Compression and subsequent inflammation of the supraspinatus shoulder tendon and sacrominimal bursa. Sometimes includes inflammation of the long head of the biceps tendon. Lateral epicondylitis tennis elbow overuse of repetitive trauma injury of the wrist medical epicondylitis golfer's elbow overuse uh, or repetitive trauma injury of the wrist flexor or muscle tendons prefer uh, peripheral syndrome is a condition where the peripheral muscle becomes tight taunt or inflamed causing compression of the sciatic nerve Describe the role and scope of practice for a personal trainer or working with clients who have experienced injuries. So they may observe inefficiencies in movements during an assessment 
or clients may report pain during movement, a personal trainer should recognize the difference between pain associated with injury versus physical discomfort during exercise. Does not include evaluation, assessment, or diagnosis. The standard practice for acute injury treatment is RICE, which stands for Rest, Ice, Compression, and Elevation. The repair phase consists of both repair and regeneration of tissue. Describe exercise progression after an injury. It is common for personal trainers to conduct sessions with clients whose injuries are in the repair and remodeling phases. It is essential that trainers stay in contact with the client's physician or physical therapist to obtain recommendations for contraindicated movements and recommended return to activity protocols. Compare acute and chronic injuries. How are they different? What are some of the signs of chronic conditions? So acute happens during training. Chronic is in chronic pain, training or otherwise. Overuse injury, chronic injury, chronic muscle pain and reoccurring injury can be caused by osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. So some of the common um, conditions and some of the um, program design considerations we could do for injuries. So affected area, maybe shoulder, um, common conditions is impingement syndromes. Um, first address postural imbalances that may cause a decrease in space between the acromion process and humeral head. Um, example, forward rounded shoulders or exaggerated kyphosis. Uh, uh, strengthen the scapula stabilizing muscles, including the ro rotator cuff. cuff. Then improve strength of the anterior shoulder muscles and pectorius major through controlled pushing motion. Finally, introduce overhead movements as functional, uh, functionally necessary. Instruct clients to perform the exercise in the scapular plane. Example, shoulder position 30 degrees anterior to the frontal plane to prevent impingement. Elbow, wrist and hand. So common conditions, lateral epicondylitis and medial epicondylitis may benefit from splinting or using ortheos um, during exercise limit overuse by introducing various grips gloves gentle stretches all planes uh, wall push-ups rest wrist flexion and extension remove grips grips and gloves slowly and introduce more volume the neck so some of the common conditions or injuries is postural alignment Observe the relationship of neck position to that of the thoracic spine and shoulder. Gentle movements and stretching at any time discomfort occurs. Uh, refer to a physician if pain is severe. Uh, lower back, so common conditions is muscle strain, soft tissue stress, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, and ankylosing spondylitis. Um, program designs is static stretching exercise to improve range of motion of the hips and strengthen gluteal muscles, hamstrings, rectus, abdominis, and internal external obliques. So the hip, limited range of motion, hip pain when inactive, lifestyle, um, prolonged sitting. Program design considerations is ad address any imbalance between the right or left sides, improve range of motion in hip, internal, and external rotation. Single leg stance, stability, 
and improve hip hinge mobility and stability. The knee, so common conditions is cartilage damage and ligament sprains, IT band friction, and tendonitis. Address any imbalances, imbalances between the right and left side. Address any tightness and instability in the hip, ankle, and foot. Improve hip hinge mobility and stability. Ankle and lower leg, so shin splints, medial tibial, tibial stress syndrome, anterior shin splints. So address mobility and stability in the foot and ankle, improve strength in the muscle that control movement in the sagittal plane, transverse plane, and frontal plane. Improve strength of the muscles in the posterior chain. So design a warm-up for a client that includes movements in all planes of motion. So the exercise would be jumping jacks, plane of motion is frontal. The purpose is um, initial, in, initialize the warm-up period and increase the heart rate. Uh, the next exercise is medicine ball wood chop. The plane of motion is transverse, so it uh, dynamically stretches the kinetic chain. Forward lunge with twist, so it, uh, the planes of motion is sagittal, so a lunge, and a transverse, it uses the twist. It warms up the hip and knee joints. High knee march, so that plane of motion is sagittal, and it keeps heart rate and knee and hip um, keeps heart rate up and knee and hip action. Which of the following would be contraindicated for a client who has an acute muscular strain, encouraging the client to push through the pain? Where are the arms positioned when performing a shoulder press in the scapular plane? So it's actually at a 30 degrees anterior to the frontal plane. Which nerve is commonly compressed due to carpal tunnel syndrome? So this is the medium nerve. When selecting exercises for improving shoulder function, what should be addressed first? So addressing postural imbalances that may be causing a decrease in joint space. Stretching which muscles has been shown to help relieve systems associated with medial tibial stress syndrome, so MTSS, so soleus and gastrocnemius. When working with a client who has a history of plantar fasciitis, it would be most important to include stretching exercises for the gastrocnemius, soleus and plantar fascia. Personal trainer may work with clients who have had various musculoskeletal injuries. It is important for a personal trainer to understand their, their scope of practice includes movement assessment but not injury assessment, and instructions from a medical professional must always be followed. In developing exercise programs for clients in the inflammation phase of injury healing program, design should avoid challenging the injured tissue. As healing progresses into later stages, exercises uh, may challenge the tissue enough for strengthening ad adaptation, but not so much that the injury is aggravated. A personal trainer should remember too that an injury or chronic condition may present an emotional challenge for the client. A client-centered approach rooted in non-judgment, empathy, and understanding should always be employed progressing only as a client is ready to do so.
Chapter 16. Sole Proprietorship. A business owned and operated by one person. Corporate veil. Shields the actions of the business from the personal responsibility of the owner, even if the owner conducts business under a different company name. Partnership. Two or more people who agree to operate a business and share profits and losses may form a partnership. Partnership should have legal documents that establish the rules of operation. General partnership. Joining of two or more individuals to own and operate a business could divide ownership equally or unequally. Could divide ownership equally or unequally or minority. Express partnership can be created by a contract between the parties. Implied partnership can be created and recognized by the judicial system if individuals act as partners. Personal liability. Losses or judgments is retained by the partners. In some cases, minority partners may be personally liable for a greater share of the company's liabilities than their percentage of ownership. Limited partners. Only liable for their direct financial contribution. Does not retain any formal managerial input regarding the operation of the business. Corporations decide to create a separate entity from the investors and operators of a business. Investors own shares of the corporation, which limits the investor's personal liability. Corporate veil protects investors. Employee versus independent contractor. Employees regularly work for their employer, while independent contractors typically are hired on a short-term basis to provide a specific task or series of tasks. Negligence. Failing to perform a reasonable and prudent person would, under similar circumstances, is considered negligence. The vast majority of for-profit businesses in the United States are operating as sole proprietorships. In a sole proprietorship, there is no corporate veil that shields the actions of the business from the personal responsibility of the owner. True or false, partnerships may be created without filing paperwork, but any partnership should have legal documents establishing the rules of the operation, and that is true. Corporations are recognized as distinct legal entities. So the difference between a independent contractor and an employee. So work details for independent contractor is independent contractors have more control over work details. Employees, employees will create schedules, oversee procedures, payment for independent contractor, payment by the job, and an employee regularly scheduled payments. Length of relationship for an independent contractor. They're usually hired for short periods of time, whereas employees are an ongoing relationship. Training and retraining for independent contractor require no initial or ongoing training. Employee status is initial and ongoing training is expected. Equipment as an independent contractor, they should uh, provide their own equipment. Employee is provided by the employer. Number of client clients, um, independent contractor serves multiple clients, whereas an employee status only works for one employer. Nature of the work for an independent contractor, the specific type of work is typically performed by one uh, by an in, um, typically performed by independent contractor. Employee status, immediate attention is required core to the function.
Describe the purpose and value of a contract. A miscommunication or a misunderstanding may result in some difficulties as any oral contract is subject to misinterpretation by the involved parties and is potentially dangerous. They are the best method to ensure that all aspects of a relationship are properly established. So an agreed agreement to participate, it is designed to protect the personal trainer from a client claiming to be unaware of the potential risk of physical activity. What is the value? So it serves to demonstrate that the client was made aware of the normal outcomes or of certain types of physical activity and willingly assumes the risk of participation. The uh, primary co- uh, characteristics or contents So a physician contact information, acknowledgement of good health, recognition of what type of program the client is enrolled in, agreement to follow instructions, responsibility for own insurance and medical coverage. And the next one is informed consent. What is it? A client acknowledges that they have been informed about the risks associated with the activity and the value, prepares the clients for positive negative effects, primary characteristics or contents, so medical clearance, inherent risks, when to stop, and risks and benefits. Waiver, a clause, can bar the injured party from potential recovery. The value, it protects the personal trainer and facility. The primary characteristics or contents, details the activities and potential risks, and understands the risks. HIPAA Permission Form, Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. What it does is it protects the client's health information. Primary characteristics or contents cannot print, email, or discuss a client's health information. Lifestyle and health history questionnaire. So it screens the clients for appropriate placement in a fitness uh, program. What is the value? It's uh, basically a referral to a doctor. Primary characteristics or contents. Previous medical history, habits, uh, motivators. What business structure puts you at the greatest risk for losing personal assets in the event of a lawsuit filed by a client for an incident related to a personal training services provided? So it's a sole proprietorship. Which business structure combines limited liability and flow-through taxation of the S-Corp with easier creation and operation requirements? So it's a limited liability partnership. What is the personal trainer most likely to give up when switching from working as an independent contractor to working as an employee of a fitness facility? So the flexibility to set up their own scheduling and uh, pricing. Which of the following business practices would be most likely to put a facility at risk for improperly categorizing personal trainers as independent contractors? So it would be requiring all personal trainers to follow the same assessment and programming procedure. What is the best method for ensuring that all aspects of a client-personal trainer relationship are properly established? So a signed contract. In which scenario is a personal trainer most likely to be found guilty of negligence? The personal trainer is talking with another club member when the client injures themselves due to poor poor form, form. What is the legal term used to describe a situation where a personal trainer fails to act 
and a client is injured, but the client is determined to have played a role in their own injury, and the court appropriations a percentage of the guilt to all parties involved. So it's comparative negligence. What form is used to have the client acknowledge that they have been specifically informed about the risks associated with the activity in which they are about to engage? So it's informed consent. Personal trainers who provide sessions to individuals and or groups in clients' homes or outdoor settings should check with their insurance providers to see if they're covered for training in these, setting, in these settings or if they need to add a specific insurance rider policy to their existing professional liability insurance. Which of the following would violate um, intellectual property laws? Broadcasting television as a key component of your business without first acquiring a license for its commercial use. What is the recommended amount of professional liability insurance coverage that personal trainers should carry? So it's $1 million. Thank you for listening and uh, good luck on your test. Yeah, you'll do great.